You're listening to the IEP OMG Show, where parents learn to navigate school supports. Whether your child just received a diagnosis or you're needing help with a plan already in place, we have you covered. Join your host, board-certified advocate and two-time teacher of the year, Sarah Kesty, to get small strategies for big impact. Welcome to the IEP OMG Show. I am so thankful you're joining us. We know we're stronger together, and this process sure takes some strength. I'm your host, Sarah Kesty. I taught special ed for 17 years. Now I'm a board-certified advocate for special education and an executive function coach. My perspective represents having experience at all sides of the school meeting table, as a student, as a teacher, and with parents. Growing up, I had an IEP for speech and adaptive PE. My experience with my own IEP was confusing and disempowering. But instead of wallowing in what should have been, I'm funneling those experiences and what they taught me into action for you. I know what helps kids and what hurts kids in the 504 or IEP process, and I'll help you navigate that side too. As a teacher, I've probably written over 600 IEPs, no exaggeration, and a few hundred 504s. Again, I learned what works and what doesn't, and will share the best tips with you. Some of what the show covers might highlight failures in the school system, and I won't deny that there are many. However, I want you to know that I hold special educators in high regard and do not blame them for the system's deficits. My aim is to empower special and general educators with best practices that serve students and families. I may have the occasional example of like grumpy teachers or moments of way out of compliance, but I will keep student and teacher anonymity. So my favorite seat at the IEP table though, is sitting next to you, advocating for your kids. It feels really good to be unchained and not representing any specific school district, thereby not being forced to protect its budget by offering minimal support. I'm on the best side of the table now, guiding families and securing what's best for their kids. Because I deeply understand school systems and students' disabilities, I'm able to lead the creation of plans that actually work for kids. So in the IEP OMG show trailer, y'all, that's very hard to say. I'm probably going to play with cadence. (laughs) I've mentioned that the show will give you helpful guidance, empowerment, and tactics. And all those things are true. And I'm really pumped to dive in. But... We need to start with that proverbial elephant in the room. Supporting a kid with special needs through their school journey is lonely and so, so hard. I can tell you that you're not alone, and it's true. You've got family, maybe some therapists or doctors, even some teachers you've connected with over the years, and you've got me. But day to day, the speaking up yet again the scooping your disheartened kid up and nudging them back into academic hurdling, that stuff, you're mostly alone doing that. 
I sometimes liken parents' special ed advocacy to getting out of the ocean and particularly rough surf. You make some progress, get knocked down, and get up again. You gather yourself, lift a foot to take another step, and get a wave to the face. You clear the water from your nose, repair your ego, because you know some hottie just saw you do that, and you take another step, maybe another. Then you're knocked off balance again. Each hit strengthens your resolve to make progress, but it also weakens you. You wonder if it's this hard for everyone, and you feel angry that even a half step for you takes double effort. The process is exhausting. And I get it. I'm here to validate you. Advocating on behalf of your kid is tough work. The system is confusing, and there are a surprising number of gatekeepers and red tape situations, and your kid is struggling all the while. Sometimes hearing other people's stories can help you recognize your own journey. And let's be real, it feels good to know you're not alone and that your experience is valid. I'm going to share with you a couple of the patterns that I've observed over the years. Your kid is in trouble all the time. To manage his behavior, the teacher sends him outside or to the office. And then he falls behind academically. He loses connection with his peers and lost his investment in class, so his behaviors ramp up. I mean, what's he got to lose? The school treats you like you're supposed to telepathically ensure his compliance in class. And your poor baby, he used to like school. But once the academic rigor or demand for his self-led studenting skills, we call these executive functions, once those became too great, he hid his struggles under a blanket of naughty behaviors. There could be a learning disability or processing issue creating the situation, but the school is so focused on his poor behavior that they assume that he's just choosing not to do the work. Here's another situation. Your pediatrician diagnosed your kid with ADHD, so you shared this with the school. But the school says she's doing okay, so she can't get an IEP or a 504 plan. You, on the other hand, you see how hard she has to work to just get homework done. You also know how much easier accommodations like extra time or audio versions of texts really help and empower her learning. She's a victim of her own hard work and success, right? The school swears there's no need to help and support her, and they keep denying your requests. Or maybe you see yourself in this situation. Your child has a decent IEP with some good accommodations that really make sense relative to their needs, like reduced homework, a quiet setting for tests, note-taking support. And hey, if you don't yet know what to ask for, or you're like, oh, those are good ideas, Hang tight, I got you in a different show. But here's the deal. When you've got a good IEP, you might also have someone at school telling your child that they won't actually follow the accommodations because that's cheating, air quotes. Now your kid is afraid to even ask for what is granted by federal law in the IEP. All right. After hearing those examples, if you are nodding in vigorous agreement, I'm with you. 
those are just a few of the two common parent experiences with the special ed process. You're not alone, and this is hard work. This is also doable work. In the next few shows, I'll share some stories of success. Stories where parents and I were able to create plans that helped their children soar. We'll also jump into some learning, because the more you understand, the better prepared you'll be. And don't worry, I'll make it fun and easy to understand. Parents, please know that I'm here. You can email iepomgshow at gmail.com to share your story and ask questions. I really look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the IEP OMG show. Please share the show with families you know and stay connected. Drop us an email at iepomgshow at gmail.com. Your ratings and reviews are incredibly helpful and so appreciated. Thank you.